welcome back to Journey to Healing with Katina. I hope that you're having a good week. It is almost the new year, so that means it is time to do some reflection on 2022 and set some goals for 2023. We are going to navigate this episode a little bit differently than usual. I invite you to grab a journal, grab a piece of paper, maybe just open up a fresh document on your laptop, grab a pen, pencil, and let your thoughts and reflections take place. So the first question is going to be, what did you love about 2022 and what did you not love about 2022 now this can be anything really maybe there was just certain obstacles that occurred this year that challenged you in a good or bad way maybe it was a successful year in certain aspects and not in others. So I really want you to hone in on what worked this year for you and what was the highs and what were the lows for you. So you can think about maybe three for each column. You can be descriptive as possible. For instance, if you had a major success, what was successful about it? How did you feel? If something was a particular struggle in 2022, something that you didn't love, maybe it was how you handled it, or maybe it was just something that life threw at you. Maybe it's a lesson that you need to learn. What can we take away? Each year, there's exciting things that happen for us. And then there are lessons. There's things that we need to learn and gain and things that we need to let go of, too. We are letting in a new year. So this is a new cycle, almost like opening up a new page in your book or your chapter. And the old book is closing. Take a few minutes to elaborate on this list of what worked for you, what didn't work for you, what you loved about 2022, what you didn't love. Really think and evaluate and reflect on all of what happened this year. When you are ready, we're going to segue into the next piece, which is going to involve some reflecting on what didn't work. What is something that happened or something that you accomplished or did this year that you know this isn't going to work for me for next year? So for an example, maybe it wasn't your healthiest year and you say, okay, I don't want to do this anymore. Like I've realized this year wasn't a healthy year for me. And so I am not going to be healthy. So now 2023 is going to be my year of health or this will be my focus for this coming year. 
So it can be anything. Maybe it's just, you know, making time for self-care or um, fostering better relationships. What did you not do this year that you would like to do next year and or something that you did that you don't want to repeat for next year? What habits are you ready to let go of? So take a few minutes, could write down one, two, three, five things that don't resonate for you for this year that you are ready to let go of. You're not doing that next year. Next year's a clean slate. You're ready to start anew. And so just take a few minutes you need to pause this at any time, go ahead and do so. Now that we've analyzed this year a little bit and thought about what worked for us, what didn't work, what we'd like to really foster in this new year, we're going to do some goal setting for 2023. To start off, I invite you to pick a quote or a mantra or a motto that is going to resonate for you for 2023. So it could be something really short and sweet or a quote that really resonates with you. It can be one word. What is your goal or mantra that's going to sum up this year for you? Remember that when we set goals, we need to constantly remind ourselves of what our goal is and lay the foundation, lay those bricks each day. So having a mantra or quote that reminds us of what we want to accomplish and what we want to feel and give us that outlook will make it easy. So take a few moments to think about what your motto or mantra quote will be for this year, this brand new 2023 beautiful clean chapter. Once you have your mantra, it's time to set some goals. We can have short-term goals, we can have long-term goals, we can have those in-between goals. I want you to think of what you'd like to accomplish this year. You want to be realistic with your goals, but also don't underestimate what you can do. We don't, we don't want to overestimate or underestimate. So we should have a minimum of three goals. But we should have no more than 10 goals because that's too much. And sometimes just seeing all that can be overwhelming. So I think anywhere from three to five goals for this upcoming year, depending on what they are, they can be personal goals, professional goals, financial goals. 
what would you like to accomplish or achieve in this new year? As you're writing out your goals, I don't want it to just be like, oh, I want to accomplish, you know, X, Y, and Z. Be descriptive as possible with your goals. This, this should be written as like an affirmation. So maybe you can write a few sentences on what this goal is and what it will allow you to do in your life. So why, why do you want to do this and what um, will become of this when you have this goal? So take a few moments to write down your goals that you want to achieve in 2023. So sometimes we might have longer, like where do you want to be in five years or 10 years? We're just looking at this year. The And if looking at the whole year is very overwhelming for you, maybe you just start with the month of January. What would you like to do in the month of January? Very simple. January, February, March. What can you do? What baby steps can you take to accomplish something small? It doesn't have to be. Sometimes we get overwhelmed. It doesn't have to be something like really grand and life-changing. Like it can be certainly, but it doesn't have to be. Sometimes a goal can just be like that you're giving yourself more love, you know, each day because you've been so hard on yourself. You've been so critical about where you are. That, that could be a goal. Maybe your goal is more aligned professionally with where you want to be career-wise or financially what your goals are. Maybe you want to start saving more money or doing something that's going to help you grow in other ways. And then the most important part of this goal setting is not just the outcome. Like, oh, I want to go on a really nice trip or I want to save so much money or it's about how you want to feel and this is actually a manifestation technique and something that you practice when you want to visualize you know a certain outcome so it doesn't matter what your goal is right? Whatever your goal is, we want it for a particular reason, right? What are you hoping to gain out of that? You know, do you want to feel happy? Do you want to feel respected? Do you want to feel energized, healthy? And the more you can write about how you're going to feel, Maybe you can even pinpoint where you're feeling that in your body and what that will feel like. And now we are going to apply our goal to everyday life. For example, let's say one of your goals is to learn a new language. That does not happen overnight just like most goals do not. So what can you do every day 
so that you can learn your new language. So maybe it's that you do 20 to 30 minutes of, you know, an app or listening to a language or reading or conversation with a friend. What is the way for you to get to your goal? If your goal is to lose some weight, what habits are you doing daily to get there? So maybe it's three times a week you're working out and then the days that you're not working out, you're learning how to cook healthy meals. So we're taking this big goal and we're breaking it down into a habit or a daily routine. And depending on what the goal is, you are gonna structure it differently. So let's say you wanted to learn a new skill, you would have to dedicate time and money or networking with others to developing this skill or habit each day. So we want to block off some time in our day, in our calendar, to learn or to foster whatever habit we are planning on doing. So this can be something really small. So maybe it's, maybe we can't dedicate an hour each day, but we can start with five minutes. I always say if you wanted to start a meditation practice, you're not going to sit for an hour each day if you've never meditated before you'll jump out of your chair you need to start small so where can you start today maybe it's five minutes ten minutes what what can you do each day to dedicate this time and when would be an ideal time some people like to meditate or read or journal or whatever they need to do, whatever their habit is to get to their goal. First thing in the morning, maybe they need to wake up at 5 a.m. when no one else is up so there's no distractions so they know they can do their task and there'll be no procrastinating. Maybe it's at night. Maybe it's midday on a lunch break when you know you can dedicate some time to working towards this habit. So scheduling time for this daily goal and we're laying the foundation to get to where we want to be. And as we start the year, like things can be overwhelming, but we have this list of how we want to feel and where we want to go and how we're going to get there. And so maybe you just need to put this list away and return to it once a week or once a month as just a little reminder. You have your little mantra to guide you and get to where you need to be. So as we wrap up the end of the year, happy almost new year and cheers to starting this brand new, fresh chapter, fresh new page. And we will do it one day at a time. As always, thank you for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day. Namaste.